demons and does everywhere. Let's have some coffee, a little cream, maybe a little sugar, talk some psychology, and let's work it out. Okay, let's go. Hello, my little demons and does. Welcome back to Coffee with Demons and Doe. I'm your host, Carly Pennington. I have some great stories for you guys. I know you've been waiting. I know you've been looking at your watch, waiting for the next podcast episode to come out just in anticipation. And here I am. I'm yours. I have had some great stories this week. Um, Stories of fortune telling psychics tea leaf readings, revenge. Yes, that's right. Revenge. And I will get to that at the end. That story is going to be my end story. Um, so starting off with, it's daylight savings. The sun is shining. People are happier. I'm excited. I'm excited for summer because I have high hopes of just paddleboarding on lakes and oceans and sunsets all day, every day. Okay, not all day, every day, but you know what I mean. I am ready for summer because I'm feeling already like I'm coming out of my shell again. I think that we all went into a bit of hiding during COVID and we're all ready to socialize again, whether that means on a paddleboard in the middle of the lake, <laughs> drinking our ciders and beers. Anyway, I'm just talking nonsense now. But so my first little story is I, me and some friends from work went to tea leaf readings. So for those of you who don't know or don't live on the island or don't ever do this, there's this little house in Nanaimo on Vancouver Island here and it is called Calico Cat and there they do tea leaf readings and the owner of the house is Heather I don't know her last name but she is I want to say like a witch but she is like a grandmother and so lovely and she's been there forever and I think they're making pretty good money it's pretty fun um you basically go in You order what you're going to have for lunch, you get your tea, you put your energy into the tea, and um, she reads your tea leaves. And I looked this up because, Hazel, oh gosh, here goes my dog. I'm going to have to take a little break here. One minute, please. Okay, sorry, we're back. Hazel is being a little bit of a brat, bothering Ollie, the rabbit, in the other room. But here I am. Here goes the story. So basically, you get into the house. You order your lunch that will come after your um, your reading. And so we talked about the tea. You drink the tea. She, le- she reads the tea leaf reading or the tea leaves. And the cool thing is, is she picks someone first and it's a 10 minute thing but it's all you need for your whole fucking life apparently because it's it's 
She's so intuitive. And there are other women there that are really good too. But she's so intuitive that she sees right through you. There goes Hazel again. If you hear any knocking, that's Hazel. Um, um, Okay, I'm getting distracted again. Sorry, guys. Anyway, she's very intuitive. She looks right into your soul and she sees things and she feels energies of other people that are around you, which I found really interesting. And I've been going to her for, for years now. My mom went to her and said it was a healing experience. So, of course, I'm acting wild when I get up there on the steps. We're all kind of acting strange. And it's as if we're kind of having anxiety going in. And the energy is different in that house because... There's almost like spirits coming down and talking to Heather and her other psychic lady that she has. And I always forget her name. But um, so we're kind of all panicking a little bit. And I'm I have no high hopes for my reading. That's for sure. But we sit down, we order and then Heather comes over and she wants to talk to me first. So I was like, all right. (laughs) And, you know, you have to. You drink all of the tea. You have to drink all of the tea. And then she wants you to flip it over and clockwise twisting the cup around the saucer three times. So I did that and I put my energy into it. And she said, okay, ask a question. And I asked about love and career because that just seems to be the next steps right now, I guess, for me or, or seem more in reach. Oh, with love, who knows? But, um, and she said, there's two parts to your wish and both come true. So I was like, okay. And um, I was like, elaborate here, Heather, elaborate. I need to know what you mean. But then she starts talking right into relationship. And she was like, okay, so I feel someone here for you. So you're married. And I was like, nope. You're in a relationship. No. Okay, well, then you're going to be in a relationship or you're going to meet the person you're going to be in a relationship in two months. And I was like, excuse me. (laughs) But the cool thing is, is that's nobody that I've ever met before. And it doesn't mean I'm going to be in a relationship with them in two months because that's just too much pressure, right? So within two months, I will meet a new person who will have an interest in me and be, well, okay, we're back again. We had technical difficulties because I accidentally pressed the stop button. So where we left off was that I am going to meet my... (laughs) life partner in two months within two months and so here's what she said I was going to do which we were all laughing because anyone that knows me knows this is very much a me thing I was going to be I am supposedly going to be excited about this person and then I'm going to run away and then I'll come back and then I'll run away and then I'll come back and this man or I mean, I'm assuming it's a man, 
will be <laughs> will be very consistent. And I asked her that. I said, will they be solid and consistent? Because I I need that. And she said, yeah, he's going to be there waiting for me the whole time. So sorry, future love of my life. I'm going to give you a hard time because I give everybody a hard time. And but I love you <laughs> and I'll see you in a couple months. What is it? April, May, May or June? I'm assuming May or June. So that's cool. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's that. I do feel like the summer is going to be really a good time for meeting new people. For me, I feel like. I just have that feeling. I have good feelings about the summer. I'm going to be working the entire time, but it's just going to be a more social aspect that I have been missing. And because this past year or actually in the last couple of months, I would say the last like four months, I've lost a lot of old friends and people that I really did believe had my back. And it's interesting that when you start opening your eyes to what's really going on in people's behaviors is that some people don't really have your back as much as you thought. And you start to see it and how they manipulate you and you become disgusted with them when they are around. You're like, why did I like care about you so much? That's harsh, but it's it's true. When your eyes are open to the reality of what's going on, it really, it you just can't look at them the same. And it's like breaking up with a friend or a relationship. You go back to that and you're like, ooh, no. <laughs> so it was cool. It was such a good little trip that we had. And oh, the other thing is that we on the car ride up to Nanaimo, we discussed how my dream is to open up a coffee shop and honestly just start it like that. Coffee shop, make it funky, make it Instagram worthy. I'm not going to lie. That sounds so silly, but it is what people want. They want cool fucking coffee shops here in Victoria and they want to be able to Instagram it. And you know what? I do it too. I Instagram those coffee shops. I fucking love those coffee shops. So I'm going to make, I'm going to go into business with somebody and open a coffee shop and I'm going to have like a little bookshelf with books and books and books and also have live music at night and they have all these ideas, but I, I know I'm going to have my own business. And the second thing after that whole relationship thing happened with Heather and she said, that I was going to own my own business and that I was also going to get a master's degree in something. And I was thinking to myself, why do all the psychics tell me I need to get a master's degree? I don't fucking understand. I don't understand. Why it has to be a master's degree? Why are all my angels saying master's degree? I hate school, angels. Don't you see that? Haven't you seen how bad I am at at doing school stuff? <laughs> how the hell? I mean, I guess I could become a psychologist at 40. But like, 
I do want, if I'm going to own a business and buy a condo and like, I don't know how I'm going to do all that shit, you know, but I will, I'll do it all. Fuck it. I'll get a master's degree. Fuck it. Six years or so. I think it's like four to six years, but part time, like 10, <laughs> easy 10 years. Um, but she said I was going to do all that. So maybe I'll just be it greater and greater. You know, once I start going to school in September, I'm going into a bachelor of arts degree in psychology at Camosun. So we'll see how that goes. Um, it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to go back to school, but yeah, so she told me all that and that was about it. Um, and our, my friends' readings were really good, too. Like, it was an emotional but amazing um, reading for all of us. And we just had such a great day. We were, like, listening to music. We went to thrift stores. It was my perfect day. Thrift stores and psychics. Like, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. Anyway... We're going to take a quick break because then I'm going to get into my super duper revenge story, which you guys are all going to laugh. This is fucking hilarious. Actually, two parts of the story are hilarious now that I think about it. And secretly, I hope he's listening. <laughs> I doubt it. But secretly, I hope. I'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, we're back with our super duper revenge story. That's what I'm calling it, super duper revenge story. That's just, just sounds, it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Um, okay, so here's what happened. I've been dating for a long time. I was in a relationship for a year. Okay, last year. Not last year, but like... A year and a half ago. And uh, I have been always just dating. I've been just dating. Like it's been fun, I'd say. And um, one year I decided to volunteer at the uh, Phillips Backyard Weekender, which is a music festival in the back of Phillips Brewery. Um, never was asked to come again because gave too many free beers out, which my bad. <laughs> Um, but also, uh, we were just like, we're slaving away. <laughs> it was fun, but like, man, oh man, people should get paid for that. So, um, <laughs> it wasn't that hard. It was, uh, it was pretty easy and we got free tickets to the concert. So, I mean, I guess it was worth it, but, um, anyway, Michelle, my friend, and I did it together, and we were flirting away. There was guys coming up and flirt, flirting away, and she actually met her good friend Jack that night, who they had, like, a romantic thing, and now they're friends, and it's all good. But I met this guy whom I will not name, and I thought he was so tall and so handsome, and 
He definitely was flirting. And it happened to be that Michelle was friends with his friend. So she was like, you know what? I'll I'll talk to him and I'll see if we can get his number. So I was like, sweet, I'll do it. And I'm so weird with that kind of stuff. I was just like shriveling in a ball. And um, so he came up and he was like, hey, I heard you want my number. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, only if I get a free beer. And I was like, pardon me? (laughs) I am not desperate for your number for me to like give away you a free beer, even though I've been giving free beers away to my friends all night. But for a random guy, no fucking thank you. So I was like, ah, no, sorry, I can't. I'll take your number, but I can't give you free beer. Like, I'm not going to be used for one fucking free beer. So then he storms off, buys a drink ticket, slams it down. And then he's like, here, I'll give you my number. And I was like, oh, okay. Gives me his number. We He goes off and I start giggling with Michelle. And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, I did that too soon. So at the end of the night, I thought I'd message him. And he wrote 911 as his phone number. And Michelle and I look at each other. And I, I guess at this time, was having such a hard time that I broke down. And it actually really hurt my feelings. It's hilarious now being like, what a fucking loser. (laughs) Having a tantrum over not getting a free beer. Writes 911 in my phone. Now thinking about it is hilarious. It's hilarious. Okay. So he did that and I was like, okay, whatever. Fuck you. Fuck dating. And I took a break from dating for like a while because I was like, nope, not dealing with that. So should those things now would make me laugh. Okay, this was like maybe three years ago, three or four years ago that we did this. And I was not in a good place, I don't think. I was like desperate for approval and for men to look at me like it was an obsession because I was like, I'm hot, you know. And that's when I slowly after that started disconnecting from like being looked at in that way. So a couple years go by and I see him on Tinder. And so I thought, well, I'm going to match with him. Okay. But before I go on, I'm going to take one more little break. <laughs> <laughs> 